We thought we were done. We thought we were finished. We thought we would never talk about a movie minute by minute again. But we were wrong. Join us as we get to know the cast next door. Hello and welcome to the cast next door podcast where we love your mother's cakes. No, I'm kidding. It's cookies. Uh, on this episode, we're going to discuss Minute 58 of The Boy Next Door. So with me today, you heard them on the previous minute. You're going to hear them again. They are Dan Costa. Hello. And John Ryan. Hey, it's nice to be back. So, uh, in the last minute, the dad, he's so boring, I forgot his name. Uh, Garrett. Yeah, uh, Garrett. He's like, he's hanging out outside of his son's classroom. Right outside, directly outside his son's classroom. For some reason, he's like, hey, one drive my muscle car and cut to believe he says drive this bad boy <laughs> he does because i i underlined it about eight times yes. after i wrote it in quotes <laughs> listen i'm a dork guys i don't know if you can tell but these two are the biggest dorks in the world it's it's no doubt that he is Ga- uh, garrett's son because they're just <laughs> the two biggest losers yeah and so we get a, a, a very very uh, abrupt cut to them driving on the highway. I feel like Kevin is <laughs> is c- in control of his father's midlife crisis in this scene. <laughs> like all these months of like turmoil and pain and angst. He's mm-hmm. been listening to all of his Alice in Chains records, and <laughs> now he's like, "I'm gonna let it all out, Dad." <laughs> he discovered Marilyn Manson. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's just, you know, he's really in touch with the darkness. He's, he's like, we are, all, we are all the stars of the dope show, <laughs> aren't we? Though, you know what I just realized? This movie missed a golden opportunity. That, like, at some point, uh, Noah should have just been like, "Why don't you drive this bad boy to Claire?" And they just have this nice mm-hmm. uh, balance of the dad awkwardly offering his car to his son, where while mm-hmm. Noah. Uh, you know, aggressively offers his penis to J-Lo. Yeah. <laughs> Just imagine. It, it, it is the kind of pun that Noah, like, frequents him. Yeah, but that would mean, uh, script-wise, uh, poor thought. Right, or or <laughs> someone went kind. back after they wrote a page. <laughs> I forgot where they were. Well, Kevin's Kevin's driving the car, and then uh, he starts to tell the father, you like to drive fast. You get a car like this. Um, so you can drive yeah, fast. But you have no idea what life was like. So it's a pretty serious scene. Yeah. And um, and Kevin's really standing up for himself. Yeah. So it, my question is: Does has Noah been a good influence on Kevin? We, I think everyone should stand up for themselves. I'm not sure that it should take place behind the wheel at 70 miles mm-hmm. per hour. You know, it's, it's like you know, sort of <laughs> take the battlefield there. Um, yeah. Time and place. It's like Kevin, it would be great if like your dad said something and you guys are, at, you know, maybe camping. And you're like, hey, Dad, I think that what you did was sort of a, mm-hmm. a messed up thing. I think you really disrespected Mom, and, you know, you, you hurt me. You don't want to just stamp on the accelerator, go into, like, fourth gear around a turn. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Well, he's a moody teen. He has all those hormones rushing through him. Think about Allie and stuff. Yeah, this track that they're riding on, too, the track, the, the road, is, is something It looks that, like a racetrack. It does. It's something James Bond brings a girl to, like, impress her while he's going 90 mm-hmm. miles per hour. And you have Kevin... 
who he goes into allergic reaction from boxing. So <laughs> I, I would be pretty afraid if I was Garrett that my life is in the hands of you know. I I didn't know he was old enough to drive. Yeah, I thought he was fourteen. I feel like J Lo wipes his like, ass for him. Looking at that actor, like as a human being, I'm like, oh, that's probably like a 19 year old. But within the movie, they treated him as a much younger uh, teen. So when they were like, yeah, go ahead and... I thought definitely. I thought, like, in real life he was 14. Oh, really? I don't know. I I guess I just always assume add four to whoever they're playing. He's yeah, playing a true. junior, right? So a junior in high school is 16, 17. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I think realistically he's probably 18, 19. Mm, I need to see a birth certificate. <laughs> I'm a, I'm Are a you birther. a birther? Yes, I am. <laughs> I agree with President Trump. Yeah, basically Kevin is this being assertive, and I get... I prefer Kevin like this over previous Kevin. Yeah, he's he's really telling his dad that he was wrong and that, you know, he he changed his mother and that he Ket and Kevin was the one that had to deal with her. Kevin was there to to basically pick up the pieces when the father, you know, uh drove off in his purple car and was mm-hmm. hook, hooking up with strangers on Tinder in San Francisco. San Francisco. When he was looking for that sweet, sweet Cook- cookie action. Oh man, <laughs> he loves the smell of cookies. This movie has a weird thing with sexualizing yeah, food. Yeah, I am not a big fan of the idea of food and sex. I've seen that episode of Seinfeld, but come on. <laughs> which which episode is that? Because I'm currently working my way through the whole series with my girlfriend. Aka stands. He's. He's dating. I think it's the episode where there's an episode where Kramer is dating Sarah Silverman, but it's a different one where uh, Costanza has, uh, can only have sex when he's eating, <laughs> and so he keeps food by his oh, bed. Oh, doesn't he have a sandwich like with him? Yeah, and he has like a roasted chicken <laughs> in his drawer. I haven't seen that yet, but now I'm looking forward That's to. Amazing. <laughs> it's, it's a good one. Yeah. And like he sneaks food, and she and she, I think, breaks up with him because she catches him eating food. Dude, just say you got a carb load. You got to get those. You know, you got the protein. Right. He's trying to give. Hmm. Well, it's Costanza. He can't. You know, he gets flustered. He, it's the he's the funniest character from that show. I love I love Costanza. So in a minute, ends with Kevin after he's being all assertive and kind of being tolerable for once. He's like, okay, I'll slow down. Then, uh oh. The brakes are cut, and that's kind of yeah. That's which is confusing right? to me is the uh, is the idea that the brakes were cut, and yet at no point earlier any indications that there was a problem had occurred to either Garrett or Kevin. So like they were on the top of like a mountain, like they they probably <laughs> stopped a couple like unless oh, Kevin yeah. went zero to sixty. Like on the street where his where his school is, and just decided to to fly up a mountain, and then all of a sudden he's like, "This makes it this makes it seems like Noah is a mechanical genius, to yeah. timed it perfectly so that he knew Kevin would rant for like a minute." Well, I'm hoping that like he put a very tiny explosive on the brake wire, and he's sitting like on the <laughs> on the mountain, just like where's the purple penis car? And then he just like he hits the thing, and he's like, "No, my rant! I was getting into it." <laughs> he's twiddling his fingers. You thought you could get away, yeah, Garrett? He's twirling so, the mustache he so pasted fast, on his face. You and your purple penis. Yeah, every- <laughs> yes. It reminds me of the X-Men character, Boom Boom. She can make time bombs, and she can, like, her mutant powers, like, she can decide how long 
the bomb will go off. Like how much, how much, the how much time is can be a minute, could be five seconds, stuff like that. So I feel like with, maybe with, he like has boom mind? boom powers. <laughs> he just never bothered using them. Like, do you mean with her mind? Like she can decide that, or like she can just set the clock? Uh, yeah. Because that doesn't seem like a superpower. When she makes the bomb, oh, okay. like the energy bomb out out of vague energy, like she sets it to five seconds or a minute or whatever, and she can hide it in places. And she messes with um, beasts a lot. Okay, because I was just imagining her series. like, yeah, yeah, I'm a mutant too. It's like, what's your power? It's like, I can set bombs to go off whenever I want. And they're like, okay, <laughs> like with your mind. And she's like, no, just like with a clock. You know, I just kind of set the timer. <laughs> it's something that I keep coming back to. But just the idea that the breaks didn't cut until the monologue was done feels like what we might be seeing is that Kevin was actually a secret, maybe brainwashed partner. Of Noah, so maybe Noah like kidnapped him. Oh, he's a Manchurian candidate. Exactly, and so uh, Noah like messed with his head and was like, "All right, you're gonna give this monologue to your dad." And the whole time, Noah was like, "I wanted to say this to my dad." <laughs> um, and then like uh, Kevin says it, and then it's like the last syllable when his voice cracks for mm-hmm. the eighth time as he's telling his dad about how much how annoyed <laughs> he is. All of a sudden, that was when like the the tiny clippers clipped the brakes, and it was like, "Uh oh." It's time to, time for these two to die. Yeah, that's. Or it could be shitty script writing. I mean, you know. I like your your idea more than it's convenient for a plot. Right. I think one of the problems with this scene is that it's it doesn't swing to, you know, really really poorly directed, and it's not really well directed. So I think it's poorly directed because it's confusing. I don't know. It's I, just, for me, it's too many jump cuts. But he does keep it fast, and he keeps it like really pretty exciting. I feel like I wish it had been like very lame in a way that we could get a little bit more enjoyment from it. But this it movie of, is just adequate enough. I think it's a good movie overall. It's entertaining. Yeah, it's a good it's a good background movie. I liked it more than I thought I would, honestly. Yeah, my my girlfriend hates it so much. My girlfriend steadfastly refused to watch it with me last mm-hmm. night. She walked in while when I started it and she was like, "Nope, I'm going to bed." I was like, "All right, well." Uh, my girlfriend she watched 10 minutes and she's like, "This is too stupid for me. I have to go." Come for the abs, stay for the cookies. Now I'm imagining uh Noah opening his mm-hmm. own like cookie place. <laughs> And it's just like, come for the abs, stay for your mom's cookies. And it's just him constantly, like, pointing at you with both fingers and, like, winking. While he's, like, smelling the cookie. He's, like, holding it up to his nose and just, like, taking it in. Which, uh, of course, Garrett's, like, walking by. He's like, oh, this smells like cookies. I feel like I might need to take a step in here. Like, Kevin walks in uh, like, oh, Noah, how's the new... Bi- Dad, God damn it, Dad, you're here. It's 11 a.m. You're supposed to be at work. It's like, I just need my cookie smell. Garrett Dad, is not Dad, allowed. supposed it. to be at business doing business. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you gotta... It's a business thing. It's business hours at business. It's business time. You gotta be businessing. <laughs> is that what he's been doing for the past nine months? This getting kicked out of cookie stores? Yeah, the woman he was emailing was actually just the HR woman at, like, the Insomnia Cookies in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Like, you smell like cookies? She's like, yes, sir, I work at a cookie shop. Please stop sending me emails. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he uh, he's tried cupcakes and he's like, it's he's not like, the I can same. see why someone would like it, but it's it's not for me. <laughs> so you guys should go to my oh, website, Jesus. cookielove.com. I think it's you just, might like it. There's a picture of John Corbett, <laughs> two thumbs up. <laughs> It's just like the um, 
the poster for American Beauty, but instead of roses, it's all cookies. I feel like we should end this minute. <laughs> we, we talked about cookies for like 10 minutes. Yeah. Uh, that's the end of minute 58. Uh, okay, so I've been your host, Spencer Sames. You can find me on Twitter at Matt underscore Sames. And I write for uh, two websites. One is... Uh, a nerd culture pop culture website called Rhymes with Nerdy. And I also write for Cinema Knife Fight, where I review old TV shows like Twilight Zone. All right. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Uncle underscore Batman. Um, I'm looking to start my own podcast soon, so I, I need all the experience. If anybody wants a guest on any movie-based or TV-based show, I'd be glad to help. Yeah, so I you can find me on Twitter at uh, John Doesn't Sleep. I am also sort of in the very, very early stages of crafting my own podcast, but that's not really here yet. So really following me on Twitter is just hearing my political opinions and maybe occasionally me retweeting something funny from various comedians. So it's real exciting. You could be one of a very, very elite 87 people to follow me. So Alfie to Zane listeners, have fun. We'll be back for our next two minutes, so get used to it. Bye! Enjoy your cookies! <laughs> Thanks for listening to Talking Cast Presents The Cast Next Door. I was your host, Spencer Seams. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at FirstEDIliot. It's all one word. Or download new episodes from thecastnextdoor.wordpress.com Or subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher. Artwork by Josh Hollis. Edited by Darren Husted. Produced by Darren Husted. He's our producer, Spencer Seams. The Boy Next Door is owned by Bloomhouse, Smart Entertainment, Yurikin, and Universal Studios. No transfer is intended. Copyright 2018. All rights reserved. This is the first edition?